2: The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Where's the thirty yeah, for thirty on Phil Sims and Bill Parcells', no, the whole and Parcells the era with the Giants? Exactly. Would be fascinating. How can that not be a thirty for thirty, Bill? Well,
3: one, there's it's, uh, it's a new world or an old world back then, so there's not video much of anything, and especially our interactions during practice. So his favorite, I always say this played under Bill Parcells for eight years. Of course, we had great success. And when he retired, I had to come home and check my birth certificate to see if my first name began with a P or an F. Because for eight years, I was F and Sims. F and Sims. F and Sims. It just it never ended. Well, you, it, can
2: and, you, spell, know, of you can spell Bill with an F,
3: you know, depending well, I guess on. you can. Yeah. One, of, one of my teammates once said, you know, you should just write F-S so like Lawrence Taylor does LT. And I go, what? Excuse me? What'd you say?
4: He goes, F-S. I said, mm, I thought I heard you say that weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211.
5: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
2: It is the thirsty throwback COVID free Thursday to be followed up tomorrow by a COVID free. Sucker free Friday Harry. I like it. You like that? Yes. Coming up this hour, we'll talk some baseball with Jeff Passan from ESPN, one of the best in the business. Worked at Yahoo for many years. Mm-hmm. ESPN swooped right in there, like they did with Woj. Oh yeah. Both great writers at Yahoo Sports, and then ESPN said, "Bam, let's get that Jeff Passan out of there. Put him on baseball. Boom." And then they went to Woj, and got a Woj bomb, and put him on ESPN as the best mm-hmm. NBA guy out there. Is there any doubt about that, Eric? No, no question. Exactly.
4: Right. No question. And we got, uh, what, Ron Flatter tomorrow and Bob Costas, right? Bob
2: Costas and Ron Flatter. Ron Flatter out there in Las Vegas covering horse racing like nobody's business, Harry. And he will give us the stone cold. And, yes, I will release the stone cold Belmont, the 152nd Belmont Locks. I'll give you the... I'm not. I'll give you the winner. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the exacta, the exacta, the trifecta, and the superfecta at no additional charge to you, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Now, are you going to put them in this time?
2: Absolutely, I'm going to put them in. He Send better. them in, Jerome.
4: Because I don't know if we could have a show on Monday if no. this
2: happens again. No, I will do it because I'm going alone.
5: I would not survive. I'm going. Robin will not be there.
2: She's the mush. I. I ah.
5: do, no! I She's was the not mush. the one that caused Luigi this one. Luigi was
2: the mush. <laughs> He cost <laughs> Don't me 51, you be blaming that 000, one on me. cost me <laughs> $51,000 Wow. lollygagging with all these other combinations that mm. I gave out on the air.
5: No. It and was... I will
2: never live it down a year later, Harry. No, I agree. is not it still having Night ha- sweats. People, people are still talking about it on the Twitch stream, on
5: Twitter, everywhere. I'm
4: having everywhere.
2: sweats, night sweats,
4: Keith sweats, now, all we, kinds of sweats. Will we also have John McMullen
2: tomorrow? Because yes, it we is will. A Friday. Yes, we will. Whether right. we want him or not. He will be here. The Twitch board would be devastated if we don't finish a week with another John McMullen. Well, the
4: Twitch board wants his picks yes, for, they the, for do. the race, too.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> oh, God. I know. So, Dean's already put out the uh, picks. Hmm. So, Dean has posted his picks on our Twitch stream. You've got to go to twitch.tv to get those. Absolutely free. And once again, I will destroy Dean because his handicapping knowledge of the ponies. Not even in my stratosphere, Harry, mm-hmm. and I don't mean the stratosphere tower in Las Vegas. I mean the stratosphere of being a good horseman and a horse's ass at the same time.
4: Now we have another strapper call. Yes, we, we do? do. Yes, we is this fresh?
2: R-
5: fresh out yes. the kitchen. Fresh. It's not actually. It's it's it, because it wasn't played the other day. We didn't have enough time. So, but it is good, and it's from somebody that we haven't heard from yet. Um, so. It's from area code 410.
2: Is it Baba Booey? Is it Captain Jenks?
5: No, it is not Baba Booey. It's Rome. Oh. Just got off my Peloton. Wanted to tell you.
6: Phenomenal show today. Hey, tell your boy McMullen if he wants to jump on the smack off. This is what's going to happen to him. You hear that? My paper crumpling. Epic. Epic. Bruno, it's Frank B. I called in a while back on your show. I'm in Wisconsin. Hey, you got to get that, uh, Chris and lacrosse laugh drop into the show. Get that implemented somehow. But hey, long time listener since man, like Andrew Siciliano days. I've watched it through best damn sports show and so on and so on. Love the Mark Willard segment today. I totally forgot about the, uh, Tommy of ripping old Will Marky Willard. <laughs> but, man, that was hilarious. It was great hearing him and you on the same show together. Awesome. I loved it. Enjoyed it. I posted that YouTube video of you guys and Raj doing the Make It Rain compilation sensation on the All Request Wednesday, too. I put that on Twitter. That was great stuff. But, hey, let's get together and talk some fantasy football this NFL season, NFL stuff as well. Send me a DM, but keep up the good work on the show. I listen every day. Follow on Twitch. I'm not as active in the Twitch chat room as I'd like to be due to my boss, but I get in there when I can. Love you, Tony. Rack that guy.
2: Yeah, rack. Rack him. that guy.
5: Now, that is Fantasy Wire HQ on Twitter. Oh, that's the Fantasy Wire
2: yes. headquarters. Not just Fantasy Wire regular, not just Fantasy Wire light. That's the headquarters, Harry. Nice. That was a great call. And you're a big fantasy guy. Oh, yeah. Not fantasy show bar, which we've already discussed on this program. I was
4: there once way back in the day.
2: And by the way, speaking of drive-ins, we were talking last hour, RIP Marin County porno drive-in out there in Northern California. Isn't it funny that the end of the drive-in era was all showing pornos on big screens and drive-ins? And now they're coming back and they're showing regular movies. (laughs) Because people, you know, listen. Because you easy can socially cinema, distance. Um, you can now. Well, you don't have to socially distance. No, but I'm saying, you know,
4: like, you, a family can just be in their own car, but they don't. They can be
2: right. six feet from isolated the other car. You're isolated from everybody else. You're you think uh, guy, couples are going to uh, to the drive-in theaters to socially distance? Harry? I'm just saying it's it's amenable to that. Not for me. I don't go with
4: a they car s- of people, they man. They
5: can not socially distance inside their own little bubble of right. social distancing.
2: Right. We're going to have to build See, more yeah, that bubbles, Harry. What well, don't you we, understand? We need, the, we need somebody out there who's very industrious. I already said I would build a, uh, you know, a, a drive-in theater billboard to put up on the street when we close our streets here Right. and decide that we are taking over the autonomous zone here in South Philadelphia. We'll keep it straight. No Antifa allowed. No spray cans allowed anywhere near the premises. Mm-hmm. Now, do you need a permit from your buddy, the mayor? I use it, but I I'm, you know, there's no laws anymore. Yeah. So it, Philly it, I,
5: is lawless at the moment. Exactly.
2: We have no law, no order. Mm. Even the reruns of Law and Order have been canceled, from what I understand. <laughs> Even they're lawless. All right. We're gonna get to this uh, uh, Belk Bowl. Yeah. Let update. me finish. I got a couple. Co- I got okay. two college football stories. We'll okay. get to before Jeff uh, before Jeff Passan joins us. So last hour we told you the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina is over. The new bowl, the new name, the new sponsor, Harry. It's something that a lot of people don't know about, even though it ranks number three in Casey's Countdown of the top mayonnaise companies in America. You and Robin will be going to the Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina, everybody. Wow. How about that? How about that? Now, awesome.
5: the only thing that could be better for Harry and I is if it were the tuna bowl.
2: Well, it no, won't. Well, but the one problem with the uh, Duke's Mayo, no, Duke's Mayo is the third biggest brand in this country. With I never even heard but of I it. I
5: don't think I've heard of it either.
2: Hellman's, that's why they're yeah. sponsoring a ball right. game that nobody will watch right. except degenerate gamblers. See, this stuff works, Tony. Yeah. Hellman's Mayonnaise is number one. Right. Kraft is number two. Duke's Mayo is number three, Harry. Okay. The one thing, though, depending on the weather, they will not be serving tuna salad, macaroni salad, or potato salad. Because of the fear of botulism, T- and you put the COVID and the botulism together in one, <laughs> it yeah. it and you serve it at halftime at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Right. Everybody's going to die. Now, everybody's going to die when they leave the stadium down there where your Carolina Panthers play. I are. have
4: the antibodies for <laughs> Mayo that's left out in the sun.
2: We're talking botulism. I've eaten enough potato <laughs>
4: salad, Me too. macaroni and I'm salad,
5: fine. you name it. I want to know if because Robin's the biggest
2: mayonnaise freak. Oh. She puts yeah. she, you know, she does the the uh, Dutch thing and the European. She dips French fries in mayonnaise. I've done that. It's delicious, but that's big in Europe. They don't oh, use ketchup. They use mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah,
5: ketchup is an American thing on French fries.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, you and also dip them in
2: your milkshake too. The, may- the fries? Yeah. I don't have a problem with that, but may I don't have a problem. Mayo, there's too much fat in mayo. Look, I just got my cholesterol blood check here. My cholesterol's high. You need a little fat.
5: See, the processed mayonnaise is actually worse for you. The real mayonnaise, which is heavy in egg and mm-hmm. nice and creamy, right. is the, the best. These are all
2: jars, Robin, they're sold in stores. You can whip up but your own mayonnaise. Maybe Duke's is at home. better than Robin the other. Robin and I ones. will will bring our own cans of tuna <laughs> down to the
5: to the Duke's you know, Mayo I mean, I'm Bowl yes.
2: school. But I'm not churning my own butter anymore. You know what I'm saying, huh?
5: <laughs> we can get some hard-boiled eggs oh. and make some egg salad. Bring some
4: rolls down.
5: Oh yeah.
4: Some Sarcones. Is Temple going to make that bowl game? <laughs> no, they're not eligible. It's a. It's actually the the alliance for these bowls is. Uh, Let's see. It's the ACC, the Big Ten, or the SEC.
2: Oh, so they're not eligible.
4: And there's also going to be a Dukes Mayo game, the Dukes Mayo Classic. Oh. The first incarnation. Will be feature of Wake Forest and Notre Dame Saturday, September the twenty sixth at Bank of America Stadium. So this year, so it's Wake all about Duke's mayonnaise down there. Yeah,
2: and that early in the season, that mayonnaise is going to spoil in a hurry. Huh? Oh yeah, you better have that damn tuna salad out of there. It's going to stink up that whole stadium, mm-hmm. man. More than the Panthers did a couple of years ago. Wow. Yep. Duke's That's Mayo. Duke's is there a golf? Mayo. When's the Duke's Mayo Golf Classic, Uh-oh. Harry? <laughs> I don't know the uh But we have a, a more trouble. I have
5: wait, I have some Duke's Mayo news, Tony Bruno. Is this
2: breaking news, the breaking Aww. eggs news? I I go aioli before I go mayo. I'm sorry, Harry.
5: Even though Harry and I have never heard of Duke's Mayo, apparently it is available and for sale at the Walmart Supercenter right here in oh, Philadelphia. Oh, no
2: wonder I've never heard of it. It's available at Walmart. <laughs> You've never been in there? Next time I go in and loot that Walmart, I'll go in there and look for some Dukes. Grab a couple jars, throw it in the, uh, the bag.
5: It's also available the at the Dollar General store. Oh, never been there never either. Been uh, either. What
2: the hell's that? Dollar's a dollar store, except everything's not a dollar. <laughs> yeah. They call it Donald Dollar General. Then you walk in there, and there's stuff for $6. Okay. I am walking into a dollar store if I'm paying more than a dollar.
5: Have you ever been into a giant? Yes. Okay, they carried a giant.
2: Okay. But we have a disturbing story from college football. We have to get to this before the break, though. Mm. It's not great, Harry, to be a Florida gator anymore. Yes, cancel culture has now hit the SEC. The University of Florida will no longer be allowed to use its gator bait cheer at sporting events because of historic racist imagery associated with the phrase. Now, you've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. been the final fours. Sure. You go down there to Tallahassee. Or uh, Gainesville. Gainesville. I'm okay, sorry.
5: Somebody needs to explain that to me, how that. So when on, wow. we
2: have the tape you go to a game and I always do it it's great to be a, a, right. a Florida Gator and then they do the chomp unlike the tomahawk chop. to be a Florida right. Gator right. and then they do the Gator. now correct me if i'm wrong and, again, I don't know the historic racist p- imagery well, I have it. associated with alligators. Yeah. When you go into a swamp, mm-hmm. the alligator doesn't care what color you are. No, I know. I alligators know w- eat anything, Harry. We don't
5: even know if alligators are male or female by the look. At, I mean, how, what?
2: Okay. My... According... Let's go to the update desk. Harry yeah. has the explanation. There. According to the Jim
4: Crow Museum of Racist Memorabilia at Ferris State University.
2: There's a Jim Crow Museum of uh, Racist Memorabilia? I'm
4: reading this right out of the ESPN article. Okay, go ahead. African-American babies were used as alligator bait, citing newspaper articles and imagery from the late 1800s and early 20th century. The term alligator bait was also used as a racial slur. So there you go. Well, that's horrific. I was unaware of all I of that. I was unaware of it either. Of as well. So,
2: that's you think horrific. any of these dumb college kids who are doing the Gator bait thing? All they're saying is it's great to be a Florida Gator, right? And now that's gone, Harry. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do now? What's What's Riley Cooper going to do when he goes back for a reunion with Tim Tebow <laughs> and that team that went deep? <laughs> that's a bad. Uh, I, I know. Example. What's uh? Give me some other great Florida Gators, Harry. What's Tim Tebow going to do when he kneels down there at the University Emmett of Florida? Smith. What's Emmett Smith going to do? Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin. Chris Collinsworth. Exactly. They should just shut that baby down. What's the old ball coach going to do when he goes back down there with the visor? Yeah.
4: I don't know, man.
5: Well, I actually have to say I agree with that one, man. That's horrific. I that agree. That is absolutely horrific. So... I never even thought it. I did to about have to have it explained to me, and now we know. Now we know
2: the rest of the story. But a tomahawk chop is still cool, though, because it's not a gun. At least, at least when they're chopping people's heads off at Florida State and the Atlanta Braves, that's okay. With spears. With spears yeah. and arrows yeah. and and tomahawks, as long as they don't have guns. Huh? As long as they don't have guns. We're coming right back, Jeff Passan from ESPN. We'll talk baseball. What is the very latest? You're going to find out next. Stick around.
7: Starting Thursday, June 4th, Dan Patrick Radio will become Sirius XM's home for Australian Rules football. Walked into all styles, home oh! oh! drive deep. Join Australian media icon Eddie McGuire for Aussie football rules America, as he brings you the latest celebrity chats, tips, and expert analysis of Australian football. Then, then stay tuned for the Aussie Rules game of the week. Kick the goal and Freeman will win it after. It all starts Thursday, June 4th at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app.
1: This I love it is the Rich Eisen show.
8: That is not a Photoshop picture of Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. Uh, Look at that! On behalf of all 31 other fan bases in the National Football League, I say the following. (laughs) I didn't expect it by mid-May. I thought we would have to wait a long time for that sort of photograph and photography.
1: This is the Rich Eisen show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Thank.
5: There are
9: those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash warriors the tony bruno show with harry mays seriously now we
4: done with this yet not yet what do
2: you mean are we done you called here <laughs> are we done? You want me to be like a regular talk show host and just hang up on you and run him should i run him harry? or rack him no i'm not racking him <laughs> they're not racking him jim rome <laughs> only racks great calls he has a take but he sort of sucks at the same time i think <laughs> that's most... gonna be my new thing you know you had a take or two but for the most part i gotta run you Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio
0: Channel 211. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day, across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right. Doing the job safe. And doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW the power professionals in your neighborhood
2: Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
5: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
2: Ah, yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. So we got the uh, college football portion of the program at Harry. We talked NFL earlier. NBA, the New York Knicks are allowed to uh, interview assistant coach Will Hardy, one of the young assistants with the San Antonio Spurs. So the Knicks looking to rehire a new coach. But baseball trying to hire anybody to come back and fill stadiums. Yeah. Not with fans, but employees. Whatever they need to do, they're still lollygagging. And Jeff Passan, the great baseball writer from ESPN, joins us now. We talked with Buster Olney earlier. Every hour, Jeff, thanks for coming on. Every hour, things change. Is the latest that they're now at a standstill again and an impasse? Well,
9: I'm not going to say impasse because that's a legal term, and every time I use the word impasse, lawyers tell me that I'm a moron. So I don't want
2: to <laughs> do that. Well, we're not lawyers, <laughs> and we don't even I play think, one on the radio, right? I,
9: I think I think standstill is. Uh, It's about right, but I still feel like this thing is is just too close at this point not to move. And I, I know that the owners are angry, and I know that the players are angry, and I damn sure know that the fans are angry. So if we've all got this collective anger, why not just get rid of it, figure it out, and get as much baseball as you possibly can this year. That, that to me, seems like the most reasonable solution in this situation and and what I think ultimately is going to get done. And if it doesn't, then it turns out to be a 50-or-so-game season and uh, no expanded playoffs, and, you know, we live with that. And there's anger and animus and bad relations, and it puts 2021 in jeopardy and 2022 in jeopardy. Uh, the, The outcome... For a matter of a principle and five games or five days worth of games, it just does not make sense.
2: No, I agree with. You. We had Buster on earlier, and he said the same thing. But I read your, you know, earlier today, you were talking about, and you and, and Jeff Rogers had a story that the Players Association was finalizing a proposal to the Major League Baseball owners in the neighborhood of 70 games. And I we joked around and I played, you know, Mr. Rogers from In the Neighborhood, What Neighborhood. You know, we, Jason Stark, another respected guy that everybody knows, Hall of Famer, he said yesterday 66 games makes sense from a statistical standpoint about playing games. Yet the owners and the players can't figure this out. And why is that? Because that's the, that's the $1 million question. How come the owners and players can't figure this out and get it done?
9: because they don't like each other and because they feel like the other side is continuously dealing in bad faith and because they don't want to be the one who, who then goes and deals in good faith and the the other side then says, "Oh, eh, you know what, you extended the olive branch, but we're going to grab it and snap it in two and tell you what we want to do. And it's just You know, it's become a tiresome endeavor for everybody involved. And this all goes back to the March agreement, Tony. I mean, on March 26th, they came to an agreement that should have laid the groundwork for a return-to-play scenario. But instead, they've spent the last two months disagreeing on what the agreement said. And every time you have a disagreement on an agreement, uh, that's a a problematic relationship and exactly where we are right now. The Players Association doesn't like... The league and the league does not like the players' association. And when you have two sides that are at loggerheads like this, it makes it extraordinarily difficult to come together on a deal, even when you're as close as they are right now.
4: Well, Jeff, they they say that uh, deadlines produce action, and I know there is no hard and fast deadline here, and maybe that's part of the problem. But uh, they are running out of time if they want to get any appreciable amount of games in and get it done by September the 27th to have their playoffs. So are we about at that time this weekend? Is this basically it?
9: I really hope so. I'm tired of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if you got, like, if you guys see me lately, like, I look terrible. Well, we <laughs> all do.
2: Everybody <laughs> does. We haven't had a haircut in four months. We're, I don't need a haircut, but we're battered performers. <laughs> and we've been through this. You know, we've been the 94 rodeo we went through. That wasn't even close to this. At least we had finality, and we knew it was over.
9: Yeah, we also didn't have the Internet. I mean, th- that tends to pour uh, napalm uh, on a situation like this. And, it's uh, listen, it's really unfortunate because uh, the truth is they should be playing baseball right now. They literally should be playing games right now. Uh, but they aren't, and they're not going to be for another month. And who knows what's going to happen in the country over the next month and uh, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that the the COVID cases are not going to get to the point and they're not going to spread throughout clubhouses and are not going to cause the season to get shut down. But, you know, who knows? It's a, it's a hard thing to try and figure out on the fly when you simply don't know what a disease is and, and know enough about it to know the form that it would take in a situation like this.
2: Jeff Passon of ESPN, baseball writer. We had mentioned buster on earlier he says it's going to take one owner one owner to step up we had eight owners reportedly yesterday who wanted no season at all so who will be the one owner if that's what it's going to take to kick these guys in the butt and say let's get this done and do you still stand by the hole there's eight owners out there who really don't want to play and do we know who those people are
9: i've heard like every number one through fifteen of owners who don't want to play and you know, the focus on the number eight is not a surprise because all it takes is eight owners to shut down any plan. You need 75% vote. And when you got 30 teams, eight is the magic number. But I, I think that if Rob Manfred finds a proposal that he believes in uh, and takes it back to owners, that they're going to get on board with it. It may not be unanimous, but... Uh, it will be enough to get a season started. And so the idea that the owners are going to completely shut down the season, you know, over the last couple days, I've I've considered it a possibility. But the more people I talk with right now, Tony, the less I believe that's the case. So uh, it feels like the options right now are either a short season of around 50 or so games or a slightly less short season of around 65.
2: I have breaking news from the Jeff Passen Twitter feed, which I did not see, and I'm just seeing it now.
4: At Jeff Passen, yes. And
2: you talk, you look like a battered performer. I'm watching this videotape, of view presumably in your driveway, measuring to a basketball rim at the end of your driveway, and you go all the way across the street. You look clean and fresh. So this must have been recent. You're wearing a Coca-Cola shirt, and you're doing this, I guess, with Pat McAfee and Dan Orlovsky, mm-hmm. and you throw a football all the way from the street all the way to the end of your driveway and hit nothing but the bottom of the net. Tell me that this and this is recent, right? So how can you tell me that you look battered? You look like you're ready to play.
9: Uh, I put on a lot of makeup that day. Um,
8: <laughs>
9: no, this was this was for my uh, my my friend Chris Snow who uh, who works with me at the student paper at Syracuse University and is now the assistant GM of the Calgary Plains and was diagnosed a year ago with ALS. And uh, we're, we're doing trick shots for him. Look at hashtag trickshot for snowy uh, on Twitter. And uh, my trick shot was to throw a uh, football across the street into my neighbor's basketball hoop uh, 33 yards away. And it uh, took me three tries, but uh, I nailed it. It was uh, it was a good feeling because I was convinced that it was going to take me a lot more than three tries.
2: Did that's Ben awesome. Simmons watch this and say, I want to come back and see if I can hit one from <laughs> at least in front of your car. Let's start out at, like, 20 feet and then work our way in. Oh,
9: that is so rude but so funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome stuff there. So that's not even your driveway. Is that your that car? Is not,
9: that, is my, that, that is my neighbor's driveway. That is not my car. No, I... Uh, I am across the street and up, uh, up the street a little bit. And uh, that's not
2: even a uh, permanent. That's one of those ones you inflate. That's one of those with the sand with or the sand water in the bases bottom yeah. that you can move oh, around.
9: Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's a sandbag. Loop. And uh, uh, first, first try went off the backboard and shook the backboard a little. Second try, uh, there's an overhanging limb from one of the big trees uh, in Kansas City that, that are everywhere, and I uh, hit the tree. And third one, uh, Bucket's.
2: Screw baseball. Let's just do a trick shot yeah. league and get all the top sports writers in America and say, baseball players, you sit in your basement and play Fortnite. We're going to go outside and do physical stuff and be at one with nature.
4: I
9: love it. I'm in.
4: <laughs> Hashtag trick shot for snowy. Trick and that shot looked like it was snowy. about 100 feet. How many By was the st-
9: way, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't even the best one. So Chris, Chris uh, like I said, was diagnosed June 10th of last year. And a doctor's appointment on June 17th last year was told he's got about a year to live. And so yesterday, on June 17th, on that anniversary, goes to a football field, sets up a football on a tee, and bangs a field goal from 43 yards out, dead center. At this point, his doctors thought that he might not be walking, he might not be moving. And he's out there kicking field goals from 43 yards. It was absolutely incredible. And there's a are winner Twitter right now, hashtag Trick for Snowy. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go do one of your own. And uh, there's, there's a website, snowystrong.ca, uh, that is taking donations for research. Stay awareness, awareness on in camera right now. I urge everyone, uh, even if you have a dollar, uh, it would be wonderful, a wonderful call
2: to donate to. But and our good buddy Pat McAfee is involved, obviously. He does, he does anything. Yeah. He, are you any kind of challenge? Oh, you know yeah. Pat's going to be involved, right? He's in. Uh,
9: he's the best. Did you see what he did?
2: Uh, I'm looking at it now. So did he throw a football, too?
5: It, it looks it, like he did it over a building. He threw a football over a freaking building. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. At least he didn't jump off into a barge like he did <laughs> on, college, on college game day. Yeah, he jumped, in, yeah he jumped in the
9: water. You know what? I would, I, would have been, I would have been okay with that, too. No, he threw a football 60 yards over a building. Didn't quite get into the trash can because apparently the employees at Key Bank were not happy with him throwing a football over a building and came out and told him to stop. But he, uh, first try, uh, nailed the trash can. Wow. Awesome.
2: So really every impressive. $10, so uh, obvious people are sending $10 for every, uh, every foot to snowystrong.ca. That's snowystrong.ca to help Chris Snow, Calgary, and a lot of hockey players involved, obviously, up in Calgary and all over the NHL doing great stuff. That's awesome. Often Last thing about the, getting back to baseball here, and that is, is there a drop-dead date in your head, or are we just kidding ourselves, thinking that it could be tonight, it could be tomorrow, it, it has to be by Saturday, it has to be by Sunday?
9: I think because Rob Manford has the ability to set a schedule, the drop day the drop dead date—is the one that he chooses. Now, the thing is, if it's going to be 50 games, only you can start. You know, you can start the season theoretically at the beginning of August at that point. Right. And so this, this being—I've lost track of time. Is it, is it June 18th today? Is that right? Yes. Yes. It's being the 18th. We could wait another two weeks for spring training to start. Um, and spend all of July doing that and then have a couple of exhibition games and go out for the season. So uh, there, there's also the, the reality, if there's a deal that gets done tonight, players are going to be in camp in a week. And three weeks after that, we're going to have games. And that is a, uh, that's a pretty exciting time right now in baseball, the notion that July 19th could well be opening day.
2: And, you know, and, and that's all great. But that, first, we've got to get the agreement. Then secondly, we don't know where these teams are going to play. There's no bubble sites. There's not like Orlando. No. Where are they going to do spring training? Are they going to go to Florida, Arizona? Arizona and Florida having COVID uh, relapses now, another wave, so to speak. Are they going to play in yeah. their own ballparks? How are they going to set that up? Is there any way they can do that stuff logistically when it's taken them so long just to get the basic deal done?
9: Yeah, I think the logistical stuff they've been working on for a long time now, and I'm not going to say that it's safe. I'm not going to say that it's going to uh, keep the coronavirus away from baseball players because uh, they're they're not doing the bubble. They're giving players liberty to to go and do what they're going to do. But uh, I think the, the players who do not take the you know the steps to protect themselves uh, are going to be not well, ashamed is the right word, but they're certainly going to have dispersions cast on them by their teammates who don't want to catch the disease either and don't want to bring it home to their family. That's the problem when you go outside of the level. It, it makes it very difficult to avoid this and you just hope the measures that they have in place and they have a and they actually have a pretty impressive protocol that was drawn up by the league in terms of health and safety. Uh, you hope those measures do enough, but uh, man, it's it's one of those things where all it takes is one mistake, and the thing is said like wildfire.
2: Two other quick ones. The DH, is that going to happen in, in both leagues?
9: Yeah. Uh, if if there is an agreement in place, if that'll uh, if be implemented season, though, it will not.
2: And then, of course, selling ads on those jerseys, I don't have a problem with it. Every other sport does it. Is that going to happen? Yeah.
9: That will happen, too, and... I'm I'm sorry. I'm not romantic enough to really care about it. It's like we live in 2020 now. The fact that MLB found out as long as it has is actually kind of impressive itself. Yeah.
2: Now, what and, about playing ping pong doubles? Will they be allowed to play <laughs> ping pong doubles when they go in a garage somewhere and in start playing? Ping? Yeah. When, when When Bryce Harper puts down the Fortnite joystick <laughs> and decides to play ping pong in the Phillies clubhouse with his teammates, can they play doubles? jeff appreciate your time man thanks great to talk to you again continued success you're killing it at espn i remember back in the day at yahoo and back at at syracuse with all my friends like andrew siciliano and company and why are you not following me on twitter i guess is the final final thing that really is irritating me today jeff
9: Uh, is it really irritating you
2: Nah, I just I just always. Do. Yes, it is. It, no, it's part of my it's part of my <laughs> shtick. If I find okay, out that a guest is not following me on Twitter, then I become outraged and demand <laughs> that you follow me.
9: Which is which is exactly why I'm not going to follow you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Let me give him a roaring round of applause for that. <laughs> the great Jeff Passett, he can do it all, except get the baseball season restarted. Jeff, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, Don, do well, man. There he is, (laughs) Jeff (laughs) Passant. That's perfect. That's a lot of fun. He's another Syracuse guy. Yeah. You know, we have this, like, love-hate relationship. They love me, and I hate them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, it goes back to Andrew. And, you know, how many guys do you know? In the industry. And not, uh, it used to be just radio mm-hmm. and TV. I think Bob Costas is a Syracuse absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You look at the number of guys that go up to that uh, Newhart school up there. Newhouse. Now, Bob Newhart, I thought uh, he had. That was the one in Vermont. Yeah. That's <laughs> different. Not, not the Columbia or Connecticut school. Of no, broadcast. no, no. They went to the Newhouse school. Not the Robert Newhouse, former fullback for the Dallas Cowboys. It's right. not named after him, Harry.
4: And I think they're canceling my name and picture on the wall at Columbia. Are uh, they really? CSB, yeah. Did, some, did the mayor of Philadelphia
2: reason. go over there and paint over it like the mural of Frank Rizzo? <laughs> do, do you have your picture on the wall yeah, over there? Yeah, they,
4: they put your pictures on the wall.
2: And then they took it down?
4: No, I'm just joking.
2: Did you sign it? Are you signed on the wall? No,
4: no, you don't sign it. They just put a picture of you.
2: Does it have your name under it? Is yes. Like a plaque? Not a plaque. Is it engraved? Is no. it embossed? no. Is it shiny? Yes.
4: <laughs> yes, it's shiny. Because it's got plexiglass over it. I don't have my pictures the of the details. Tony wants to Tempo know universe. all the details. Yeah. Exactly. People want to know.
2: They want to know these things, Harry. Is there any commemoration <laughs> of you at Temple? Did you well, go? They, they recognize me on their website. Yeah,
5: if, under I'm considered alums, one of the I'm
2: considered
4: a one
5: of the elite alums. alums. Well,
2: I, I would imagine
5: so. I may so. have moved
2: ahead of Cosby. I think I, Cosby came down a couple right. notches. I moved up. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like they eliminate one, and then you move up. It's like when a t- team forfeits, and you move up to second it's place. It's like power rankings. Exactly, yeah. yes. <laughs> 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 I don't know where I am in the temple power, power rankings right now. Well, you've got to be ahead of Cosby. <laughs> well, unfortunately, yes. Does he even show up?
5: I I think did he they, probably did they scrub still
2: him I mean. the, Now here it is. Let's go to the All list right, of Temple University people and get an update. Hold on. Yeah.
5: Um. Hold on. Oh, these are. You are. Yeah. Oh, it's broken down by. Um, academia. Supplant. I got to be yeah. in academia. No, yeah. you're not. No, you're, no, you're, you're broadcasting, broadcasting bro- right here. Broadcasting probably right. here, right? Here it is. There Al is,
2: Alberts. Kevin
5: DeGondi, I see. There's. And Tony
2: Bruno, number three. that's because it's alphabetical yeah i think it's because i'm the the third most famous alum Mm -hmm. from temple in broadcasting bob saget in there bob saget look at the name of these people jerry dalcaliano howard bryant Mm Mm-hmm. yeah john clark that's right johnny airport ray Diddinger. yeah Cameron Hall from MSNBC. John Lamont Hill.
5: Curious to see if John under Kincaid actors. John Kincaid is there, Harry.
4: Yeah, they don't have me on there.
5: If under actors. No, Kevin McAlpin's if, on there? Because
4: I didn't go to the broadcasting school. I hate to do yeah. it to you, Bill
5: Cosby is still there. They have not yeah, taken under him f- off. Yeah,
4: film,
2: TV, and, and television. theater. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Let me give myself a roaring round of applause, Harry.
5: Now, why aren't you there, Harry? Because
2: <laughs> I didn't go to the broad. I didn't go. to... I didn't go to the, I the went broadcasting to the business
4: school. school but, but it doesn't I'm,
5: matter because Tony was on. He he studied political science. political science, science oh, and
2: journalism. I yeah. didn't go to the broadcast. They didn't allow me on the air on their radio station. Well, then whoever puts together this, uh, you need to make a call over there. You do the broadcast, Harry. Yeah. You're on the sidelines. Right. You and Harry Donahue and 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 and, and Colin Thompson. Right. Is it's, he on there?
5: Let's see uh well
4: he'd be under you know for foot for sports Shocky's
2: on there the great philly legendary well, DJ, yeah that guy, rock and roll that guy, guy That's that right. phenomenal oh, phenomenal oops. is right yeah
5: sorry people i know i'm scrolling whoa whoa
2: how about that Let, did i give myself a roaring round of applause <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, all right you just <laughs> gave me another excuse not
4: to send him any money
5: here we go football so colin
2: these- thompson in there dan klecko's in there joe we, klecko's in there should raheem
4: yeah. brock yeah,
5: Thompson, Thompson, Thompson,
2: Henry Burris, maybe the greatest quarterback in CFL history. Harry. I think he
4: is. Terrence Knighton, no, he's not in there. No, Colin.
5: he's not in there. That is wow. Outraged. Two of my
2: personal yeah. friends, Bernard Pierce, is in there. Sure,
5: I do believe that whoever's Nick
2: Mikaile made the cut, Harry. Yeah.
5: Whoever's doing the Temple Twitter page.
2: Brandon McManus is in there. Is You're Denver Broncos. Is that
4: the Twitter page? That's the Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Excuse yeah. me,
5: now Twitter. The Wikipedia page is yeah. seriously slacking.
4: Well, this just goes to show you that Wikipedia isn't always right. You're absolutely Correct. right. You know? They're
2: right about me, but they're yeah. wrong about you, Harry. <laughs> and I think we need to call the dean. We need to call whoever we know. Called Harry Donahue, Harry. He he went to St. Joe's. Yeah, but he's got influence in the Big Five in yeah. the Temple University community. You know, get who, John Cheney on the phone. <laughs> Have him threaten to kill the people who did their Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'll kill you. Have him run into the Temple, into the Apollo. You know who? And the, go crazy.
4: Who was I named mean, the interim athletic director now? Don't you? You do. Fran Dunphy.
5: Oh, is he the interim
4: athletic yeah. director? You
5: no, know yeah. what's really bad?
4: Yeah.
2: For God's sake.
5: You know what's really bad? What? They don't have you, but they have, an, a, fictional, they have a fictional alum. Who's that? A character in the television series The Office oh, yeah. has a degree in social work from Toby. Temple. Toby yeah. Flenderson. Yep.
2: Toby Flenderson, a fake guy like Rocky. Does he have a statue on the <laughs> Temple campus he like we have a Rocky statue at the art museum? But I think
4: they're taking it down. Oh, they're taking it down.
2: Is he racist? <laughs> I, I think <laughs> The Office was racist, wasn't it? There weren't any white people in The Office. You talk about segregation. Were there any? Were there any people of color in the yes, office? Yes, there were. Yeah. All right. I didn't think they did that at the Dunder yeah. Mifflin Company.
4: Up in fictional Scranton.
2: It's real Scranton. The company's fictional. Come on, Harry. So see it. I am. And, and Diplo was a Temple of guy course, too. I told you. From Temple University.
5: I did not know so, that. Yeah.
2: He went there. He probably makes more money than everybody on
5: there. I know. No doubt about it. Seriously. The
2: DJs make more money. Yeah. He's these club DJs, man, make gazillions of yeah. dollars. Ray Didinger on there? I mentioned Ray Diddy. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, we're coming back. 215-462-Tony. You want to get in? Last call, not just for alcohol, but for phone calls. Speak or forever hold your peace as long as you have a a license to carry. 215-462-Tony. 215-462-8669. It is Thirsty Thursday.
7: Starting Thursday, June 4th, Dan Patrick Radio will become Sirius XM's home for Australian rules football. Walks into all styles. Oh. Oh. Join Australian media icon Eddie McGuire for Aussie Football Rules America as he brings you the latest celebrity chats, tips, and expert analysis of Australian football. Then stay tuned for the Aussie Rules Game of the Week. Kick the goal. It all starts Thursday, June 4th at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app.
2: The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Now imagine how pissed off Bryce Harper must have been while he's playing Fortnite with the bros, and he gets dropped in. All of a sudden, his computer beeps, and you have a new message. Right. Incoming email. Incoming email from the commissioner. And then he says, bros, i got to stop the Fortnite, man. I'm kicking ass here. i got to put down my joysticks. Bra! By the way, that's Snell Bra, man. That dude, that's my boy right there. And he's got to read a 67-page report, Harry. There's no way Snell Bra made it to history. <laughs> okay,
4: let's be real. S-
2: Snell Bra <laughs> probably opened the first page and said, screw this. He's not getting paid $7 million to read <laughs> this. Hell no. no. 67 on. pages. you got to pay me double what I was supposed to get.
4: And then I'm getting taxed. <laughs>
5: It's just not worth it man, it's just not worth it.
2: I mean I'm only getting paid to read 20 pages of
4: it. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211.
1: Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene use discount code bruno for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com that's forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno forcefieldproducts.com discount code bruno
0: our work is something to be proud of we make the products people use The products that make their lives simpler. The high-tech tools to help defend our country. And the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that Made in the USA still means something. The Power Professionals of the IBEW. Proudly American probably you welcome to the program
3: this is the dan patrick show
0: narrative forming in new england that brady checked out on the patriots the last couple of years they were in the super bowl four of his last five years when he did this interview with howard stern what was one of the headlines I needed to spend time on my marriage. My wife said to me, hey, what about us? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Channel 211 and on the SiriusXM app.
1: Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented, just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. That's GO Sleeves.com and enter discount code radio.
2: Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app.
5: to the Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211 got my new
2: bongos that I've been playing now thanks to Blind Rage on Twitch our good buddy Simone out there in uh, Northern California, California. Yeah. where the girls are warmer
5: and those aren't just chintzy those no, are really no, those, nice wood and th-
2: these have even some- have like wrenches so That's- you can tighten Tighten the skins. Tighten those skins on that baby. They're high quality. They are high quality. Thank you so much. These are beautiful, man.
5: Trust me, he's been walking around the house playing the bongos already. Naked.
2: You got to play bongos naked, Harry. It works <laughs> you, much better. Yes. You, yeah. Do you, it, you really?
7: It, that's a rule. The sound
4: that resonates more off of the naked body yes. than. Uh, well,
7: wasn't Mac- you Matthew know McConaughey that was into that. Matthew
5: that's, McConaughey that's did naked That's so bongos. that you can yes. place. It. You have somewhere to place him.
2: You,
4: oh, know? Okay. But you can
5: hold on to him. That way you have your hands free. Mm. See how that works. Uh,
2: ha, ha. Hands-free bongos. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back to the phones here. Harry. We got to get the uh, we got to get the gov- we got to get the Pennsylvania governor uh, update in here, Harry. Mm. It's an important story. But meanwhile, let's go to uh, Cincinnati, where AJ, one of the fifty AJs on the show, checks in. What's going on, man?
3: Just chilling, Tony, Harry, and Miss Robin. Just uh, in some. Uh Pasta and breadsticks right now watching you on TV and watching the golf on another TV.
2: Now, what's, the, what's going on on the leaderboard? Harry wants to know.
3: Uh, I, I was just watching. I know there was a tie in the leaderboard at 7-under. Just I was going too quick on the
4: uh, Ian Poulter one of the guys Ian in the Poulter. Yeah,
3: Ian Poulter. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Poulter. And, 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 and another American golfer tied at 7-under. I saw speed shooting a 60-60, he's 5-under currently. Right. DeChambeau shot a 67,
4: so some, some those guy are the I see. Mark uh, Hubbard is tied with Ian yeah, Palmer, i really yeah. never heard of him.
3: Webb Simpson and Palmer are 600 tied for third. Just By the way, right
2: now. I saw there was a on Golf Channel last night because we had it on when we were after the show, and uh, they do the show t- teaching golf, but they had one of the golfers who was watching – uh, Bryson Shambo.
4: Mm-hmm. D. DeChambeau, DeChambeau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On,
2: the, on the driving range. Mm-hmm. He had to back up all the way to the – he was hitting at 360 almost over the back over the, net into yeah. somebody's house. That's how hard he was cranking that driver, yeah. man. This guy's a monster. He is.
4: He went four under exactly. today.
2: Not L. Ron Hubbard. That's a different guy. He's a yeah. – Scientology. Dianetics. Dianetics. Yeah. That's not Scientology. That's yeah, it a it diff- is. Is it?
4: Yeah, it Dianetics, is. Dianetics, Scientology? The, he's the guy who founded all I that. I know
2: he did. I didn't know that was the same thing. Yeah. I, thought, uh, I thought Tom Cruise founded Dianetics. Dianetics was a book, I think, that he yes, wrote. Yes, it was. Yeah. I know her. What else is going on, man? Uh,
3: nothing much. Hey, great conversation with uh, Jeff Patton, who finished third in Jim Rums smack-off back in 2017, and smack-off tom- tomorrow, baby. I, I not didn't know wait. Jeff I
2: Patton. I know, I know that JT the Brick was on with Jim Talking about being the first Smackoff champ this week, I did not know Jeff Passon was a Smackoff really? guy too. Yep. Wow. Also I wish year. I had known that. I uh. would have. I would have busted his chops even more.
3: Yeah. Another Syracuse alum, David Amendolore, last year participated. In- D-A. D-A. da.
2: Da. Da. Yeah. I
3: hope. I want either Da or Passon to show up tomorrow. That would be awesome. What about uh, Silk Bra? Another-
2: Will Silk Bra be in the running again?
3: I hope so. It's hard. It's, it's tough to get, get in. You know, there's a lot of you know great legendary college. Wait a minute, isn't uh, Silk
2: Bra one of the legends in the jungle?
3: Oh, oh yeah, but you have to time it per- perfectly. Not all the legends Can get wait. in. It's a, it's a tough. It's a tough t- day. The biggest day. It's tough to get
4: in. There's audio that we could get. It's a little long. We'd have to edit it. But Jeff Passant destroys Cal in Vegas. Oh, he did? It's on YouTube. Oh, we'll yeah, have to play that, that tomorrow. Oh, yeah.
2: We'll have to play that it's tomorrow. It's from 2016. Wow. Yes. Jeff, he was at Yahoo doing sports, the writing for Yahoo Sports back yep. then. I did not know yep. Jeff Passant was, a, was, a, was in the jungle for the smack off. Is yep. he reading from a prepared no. statement?
3: No, he, he 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 was straight off the. Was he, he riffing? Was he times. riffing? Oh, he was awesome. He's awesome. I thought he was gonna win it for sure. I thought that he was that good until Les Le- in Laguna like blew up, got into Jim Rome's studio, and you know recreate you know the Sports Illustrated cover when Jim Rome was on back in '96.
2: Wow. See what I learned, man. That's so unbelievable, yeah,
3: I was I was, gonna, I was I was gonna make you a bet. I was gonna say I'll take. Brad and Corona, and Rick from Buffalo. You take the rest of the field. If the rest, if Harry, you know, you're the your rest guy who the likes the these moves.
2: prop bets. We're Harry do, likes the field. Wait, we're doing fantasy, uh, fantasy smack off on locks smack off. right off. now. Stone Cold. Uh, uh, we have uh, odds well, posted just, somewhere. Are there odds all offshore on this one?
3: Uh, at Stocknut.com. Yeah. I checked a couple days ago that Brad was a favorite. He's like a minus 150, and Rick's like the second. Rick from Buffalo is the second best favorite. 200. They finished once last year. I thought Rick should have won it, but uh, Jim thought, hey, Brad deserved to, you know, get back-to-back. He's trying to go for three in a row. The only other person to ever win three in a row in the smack-off wow. was Sean Pandergast from 5 through 7. I hope Sean, you know. Wow. And Sean worked with me. On, you know, amazing.
2: Sean and I worked together at Fox he's Sports H-Town. out there. Yeah. He's H-Town. Right. Sean and H-Town. Right. But he worked out there in L.A. He's still on, uh, I think he's on Fox Sports 1, isn't he? Sean Pendergrass? I think so. Or did he move to ESPN?
3: No, he's on Houston Sports uh, Sports Radio 610. He's, oh, 610. He does local, and he, and he does. He's now back on Sunday nights on CBS Sports Radio 7 to 10. He took a couple months. They he, he was furloughed for a
2: couple months. This is you're not getting this on any other show. Does Rome mention the Strapper line on his show? I mean, Jim and I are tight. <laughs> I want him to give the Strapper line tomorrow. If any Strappers yeah. call during the smack off, I want Rome to and run him. And call him a strapper. we got to get oh, this strapper thing them.
3: on. Yeah, he's telling all his fans, hey, t- uh, tweet, you know, where you watching? Because, you know, last year there were, like, a couple bars, you know, having, you know, general smack-off uh, parties.
2: Well, they're not going to be any of those this year. The bars are all closed, and the lights are on, and nobody's home.
4: I'm loyal to my H.B. Kook Silk bra. Silk bra. Yeah.
2: Silk bra. if it-
3: It'd be nice if, you know, one of the leg- legends come back because I know it's been a while since <laughs> Silk Broth from HB won it.
2: Even though he doesn't like me, I give him major, major love on the show. That's, that's Silk Broth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
3: But uh, one, you know, you know uh, underdog that you got to look out for who made his return a couple weeks back was Jeff from Richmond who won it back in 2002. He's and nauseous, but he knows how to
2: do it. Didn't Jeff Richmond call in today?
4: We did have it. We did have it.
2: No, it was Jeff no, and Richmond we called guy in. No, we from Richmond's
4: call today. And he, he did a Roman
2: impersonation. Him. Yes. That had to be Jeff and Richmond. That was him.
3: But the impersonation was from the Strapper line though. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying but he was, it was on. Probably the, same Jeff- it was
2: Jeff and Richmond doing Jim Rome. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we got crossover here? Tony. We do have crossovers. Yeah. And then these are peaceful. They're not like right. the ones we used to have.
4: Oh, Justin Rose just chipped in for birdie on 18.
2: Is that breaking news? I need that. I need that. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> wow. Oh. All right, AJ, good stuff. I'll text you
3: the details on the bed. All
2: right, yeah, we're gonna have to have a total recap tomorrow. And a total recall and a total eclipse of the show. And the smack off rundown. The set we'll do the smack off game show tomorrow. We sh- How about that? <laughs> yeah. We'll interview like the runners up. <laughs> yeah. Harry will go out, right. talk to the uh, to the fans at the bars.
4: Right, the guys who didn't you win. Know, the guy, the yeah, the you runners off Yeah, right. That's consolation that's
2: prizes.
3: <laughs>
2: Wait, we have we have our own strapper right here, Ryan Rusty. right?
3: Yeah, leader of the Strappers. We have the pass in audio. Do you want to do that before we end? Yeah, I want to, want to, to hear this. I want to hear just How it long takes? is it? We're gonna do like two minutes. Okay. okay. I want to hear yeah.
2: Jeff. Does he? Does he, did he go on as Jeff Passon from Yahoo Sports? Yeah. It, it's. Or yeah. Did he use an alias? No. I think he was
4: doing an interview with Rome, and then they arrested the guy,
2: Jeff, in an unprovoked, would-be alleged attack. Cal in Vegas came at you on Twitter, and you shut him
6: down with quote, "I have no idea who you are." Yet he kept trying to come back at you. So what do you make of Cal in Vegas?
8: Yeah, I I had never heard of Cal, and I told him as much, and and. My favorite part, he introduced himself as the fourth caller in last year's Smack Off. And it really surprised me, Jim. It it really surprised me that he could count to four. Cal's dad wanted to name him Bocephus, but his mom stepped in and said, No, honey, he's going to have trouble spelling anything longer than three letters. (laughs) I, I don't know why Cal came after me, Jim. I've never thought of the jungle as a prison yard where on your first day you try and punch the biggest guy. Because let's face it, Jim, I've never done this before and I may well be that guy. I'm already scaring someone whose resume includes a major in calling out fighters who can kick his ass, a minor in Dingleberry plucking, and fourth caller in the Smack-Off 2016. Jeff Jeff is Memo Cal, you are not funny. You are not smart. You are not anything. The fact that I am wasting my breath right now on plankton of your ilk makes me question my priorities in life. So uh, let me reassess here for a moment. Wait for it. Okay. In them. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give it up. Yeah, dude. yeah. Pretty That's good. Strong. That is strong.
2: Phenomenal. Epic. Took a couple of the clones to test. Absolutely. That's clone on clone crime. Crime, yeah. Is that legal now? We love that. Now, that was epic is right. <laughs> Rome, stirring the pot. It's great to have you back. We, we should have, have Caliendo calling tomorrow and do a, <laughs> a fake smack off on this show.
5: Oh, that would be good. We've
2: got to do that. We've got to get good. Frank on and do our own. All right, let's bump McMullen and we put Caliendo am Sorry, in John. <laughs> John McMullen, it's smack off Friday. It's like it used to be when we had wing bowl. It's a big day. We're going to get loose here oh. in the strapper zone.
4: Are all the gentlemen's clubs on Delaware Avenue exactly. going to get loose <laughs> afterwards?
2: <laughs>
5: You betcha. <laughs> Little
2: kegs and eggs. Oh, yeah. We want to thank everybody today. Buster Olney from ESPN. Jeff Passon, smack off contender. The strapper callers, the regular callers. Everybody who had a take and didn't suck today. Even if you had a take, it sucked. We still appreciate you. All the people coming at me on Twitter because they're intolerant hacks and can't deal with anything of substance. Stay in the basement, kids. Stay down there. If you want to come out into the light, you join us every day here, Harry. Sirius XM 211, the only inclusive show on the radio. Yo. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a big COVID-free, sucker-free Friday. Good night.